Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast after the bell with Chip Nellinger. Chip, looks like the uh, markets rallied a little bit with uh, the news we got yesterday. Yeah, we still um, have a lot of enthusiasm over this uh, Chinese trade war being averted and uh, the, the tweet that President Trump sent out that um, kind of insinuating we've got big demand coming uh, in our agricultural products. So um, also some good news that uh, China is apparently starting to unload U.S. Uh, vessels and has some interest at the Pacific Northwest for some, some bean demand here. So that's a good sign. So beans uh, closed up about five and a quarter, um, you know, five, six cents off the highs. So at one point we were double digits higher, backed off a little bit. Still a pretty decent day considering the strong move yesterday. Corn up two to two and a quarter, uh, hit that magic 425 number in December futures. So that's a new high for this move um, is the highest level we've been since last um, July. And, and the contract high at, at that point in time, a year ago, almost a year ago, for like uh, 4.27 a quarter. So we're getting right up into some uncharted territory here uh, in corn. And wheat led us today. We ended up about 14 higher uh, in both Kansas City and Chicago. That was about seven, eight off the highs. Um, actually, it was 11 off the highs in Kansas City. So at one point, we were 23 to 25 cents higher in wheat. Uh, dry weather in Australia, dry weather in Canada seemed to be driving that. And also, there's, uh, I think, I don't know how long this will last, but with the new move higher, uh, we put a high end just shy of thir- 73 bucks uh, in crude oil today. And I think that's just spurring some general uh, commodity buying, um, you know, from the investment side. So uh, in the big picture, wheat still, even though it's off the lows, still relatively, you know, with given a five year um, time frame here, wheat's still way at the low end of um, recent ranges here. So it's still seen as, as quote unquote cheap, uh, but a pretty good day across the board in the grain market. Now again, we, we you know still have some enthusiasm built up over this Chinese uh, trade war being averted, but we don't have any specifics on yet on that yet. So we, we're still uh, just one tweet away from hey those trade uh, talks uh, have or, or the trade war is taking a turn for the worse. Um, we also need to get some confirmation of, of some potential quantities that China's going to take. There's There's been hints, some hints there that it's going to greatly increase uh, in some of the amounts of these commodities that they're going to be purchasing. But the market's going to eventually want some specifics on this, and that still could be way out ahead of us here. So we're not out of the woods yet, and obviously we've got the weather uh, ahead of us as well. Um, so there's a lot of volatility that's, that's ahead of us this summer, and, and the demand side looks like it's going to be strong. But right now we're off to a pretty good start in a lot of areas of the Corn Belt. So we're going to get a snapshot of that next Tuesday with the uh, first um, crop condition report on corn. I'm not 100% sure they're going to put out on beans yet. It's still pretty early there. But we've got enough corn planted. Uh, the USDA is saying they're going to put out their first crop condition report on corn, uh, at least in the eastern Corn Belt, Illinois, Indiana especially. It wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me if Illinois doesn't start um, the, the uh, season out here as far as conditions being best ever. I mean, it's just phenomenally good in most areas of Illinois right now. Um, so my point being, it's not all bullish out there, but boy, it's been a nice recovery and a pretty nice day today. Uh, uh, pretty choppy in cattle. We're kind of um, waiting on some optimism there. Um, we got a cattle and feed report Friday. Uh, still some optimism on this China thing that um, U.S. beef is going to be included in this uh, in this trade package, and that would be a very good sign 
Uh, really good to see if that would happen and China increases their, uh, their beef demand from U.S. sources. Uh, so we're kind of, you know, floating around this 105 area versus June cattle. Um, the hog market uh, had a bad day yesterday, down 87 a day. Uh, not a real good technical performance so far in the hog market this week. Uh, to me, it's a little bit disappointing. Would open the door up unless we recover quickly, like immediately into the end of the week. You probably open the door up to some uh, some further downside here in hogs. It's just been a pretty pretty poor performance here in hogs. Looking ahead, though, as I mentioned, long weekend. Uh, no markets Monday with Memorial Day. We've got a normal close Friday. Um, that's a long a long time frame in, in in this environment with tweets and news that seem like can happen anytime. So we could have a little bit of a uh, volatile into the week and then once you get into the next week you know replay the whole process what's what's new from the trade war front what's new on our forecast um you know how is the crop progressing along is the northern corn belt going to get the rest of their crop planted they made great progress last week uh they're going to continue to have a window here to get planting finished up in those far northern areas of the corn belt so uh lots of stuff to to hit us here going forward yeah so what so the tweet that came from the President Trump was something along the lines of China was going to take more stuff than we could produce, something along that, those lines. Is that right? Um, to, to paraphrase, I guess. Yes. Paraphrasing, yeah. it's, it was something like that, like a massive amount. Like we're going to have a hard time producing everything that China wants to, to take. So right. that's a high bar to set, okay? I mean – I don't know um, how it could get any higher. <laughs> can it be any higher? I don't know if it can be any higher. They're going to take everything. Yeah. You know, they're going to buy everything, the entire carryout of corn, beans, and wheat. Well, um, that'd be a good start. That'd help farmers out for sure. Yep. Then well, I don't know what we're going to eat though. We're going to starve if we don't. Well, you better take stock up on uh, your wheaties, I'd say, and get some plates. get some MREs. Get them lined out. Get your yep. Get your get everything lined out. Well, I hope that's true, man. That that would be an awesome deal if that was that if it's that robust that they take all that just yeah. everything we produce. Well, but. Yeah, I think the wild card in my mind, obviously we know they, they if they just keep taking the amount of beans they've been taking, mm -hmm. it's a moral victory, right? So right. a little bit of an increase there would, would really help. Um, they haven't taken U.S. corn for a long time. They take uh, quite a bit of U.S. sorghum. Mm -hmm. I think that's the wild card. If it comes in and it's a big amount of corn that they're going to start taking, that sh that's a game changer in corn. Uh, I'd be shocked if it was wheat. They grow a lot of wheat and have a lot of wheat in China. Uh, and then obviously um, beef. I mean, that'd be huge too, game changer there if they're going to be a regular buyer of U.S. beef. So I think the two kind of wild cards here, corn and and, and beef. Yeah. Um, hopefully they can kind of status quo or a little bit of an improvement in, on the bean side. Um, they take a fair amount of, of pork as well, but a nice increase there would help that market and help offset some of our bigger production. So let's uh, let's see where the rubber meets the road, and they start announcing some of these details. But hopefully, they're as big as what these presidential tweets uh, are hinting at. Yeah, let's hope. Um, one other thing, I read an article today. It was on AgWeb, and they were talking about how the U.S. has been losing market share in in um, exports to China when it came to soybeans, and something about this. You know, uh, this new agreement was going to maybe address some of that. It kind of. Talk to that a little bit if you can. Uh, let me make sure I understand your question. You mean relative to our exports versus Brazil? Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm not an expert on this by any stretch. Okay. Uh, as far as like the exact details of how much, 
I think that has been the case generally. Um, but South America, Brazil in particular, has been growing bigger and bigger crops, planting more and more acreage. So just by default, they're going to, and, and our, where our crop size has been fairly stable here. Mm-hmm. Um, so by default, they're going to be slowly increasing that over time. And, and I think some of that gives is an ebb and flow too, based on crop size and logistics and, and transportation. So I do know that um, from what I understand, I've not been down there. It's on my list to go down there. That Brazil uh, has put a like billions and billions of dollars into infrastructure and their ports and uh, ocean going ports and river ports. And they're way ahead of us as far as efficiency of getting stuff out. Now, the road situation isn't, but the port situation uh, is way more efficient than than us. And so there's some give and take there. Um, and that may have been part partially a, a bargaining tool in some of these negotiations that kind of came out that, hey, let's let's shore that up a little bit, too. But essentially, they're taking north of 50 percent of our. Uh, of our bean ex, way north of 50% of our bean exports. They take about the same um, from Brazil. So I, I don't know that I'm a big buyer of that, but um, I do think that from a technology standpoint at their ports and, and ease of shipping stuff out and, and speed that um, Brazil's kind of taken a little bit of a leadership role from us. So that's a little bit of a, that's a whole other political story, right? Kind of an infrastructure type of a, of a thing, our river locks are, you know, decrepit, and um, you know, I think our ports could probably use some shoring up as well. But that's a whole nother can of worms on that debate, I guess. Right. Yep. All right, Chip. Well, guys, want to get a hold of you and talk more risk management and and some just some all around advice about about the markets. How would they get a hold of you? Yeah, the best way is just call our office three zero nine five five zero seven two one three. Uh, love to talk to you and chat. Uh, we're uh, we're very low pressure, so uh, we'd love to chat with you. Give us a call. All right, Chip. Well, Chip, till tomorrow. Have a good evening, bud. Hey, you too. Talk All to right. you soon. Bye.